new concepts and ideas to help you reach your full potential. Reach your full potential. Reach your full potential. Small win, small win, small win. Keep your momentum going. The Success 101 Podcast. Welcome to the Success 101 Podcast. This is your host, Jared Warren. At each episode, my goal is to bring you a new concept or idea to help you maximize your full potential. Thanks for joining me here today. Now let's kick things off. Hey guys, welcome back to the Success 101 Podcast, episode live number 44. I can't believe we're on live number 44. It seems like just yesterday, Emilio, we started doing these things together. I want to let you guys know if you haven't done this yet, go over to iTunes. We'd appreciate a five-star review or leave any review that you want. But if you're enjoying the show, leave a five-star review. That's what lets Apple know which list to feature us on, how to put the podcast out there in certain publications they're putting out, and to get the peak performance message out to more people. So, Emilio, how are things going, buddy? It's been uh, about a week or so since we caught up over the holidays, but what's going on in your world? It's going well, man. I've been just uh, doing a lot of testing recently and just kind of, you know, just testing myself via blood panels and whether it's stuff that I'm doing for neurofeedback or PAM for just all the biohacking stuff that we've ever talked about on the podcast, just trying to do before and afters to just kind of get some, you know, to get some, the whole quantified self, right? Get some data. Uh, So I've been really experimenting with a few things, um, you know, past, past few weeks. That's awesome. I've got a Telliers, one of the Telliers packets here that I bought, gosh, probably, probably four months ago. And I just keep telling myself like, I need to do this. I need to stick my finger, get the blood out and send this thing off. And it's just like every day I'm like, oh man, I need to do that. But I want to see, I'm kind of curious, maybe it's just self-denial as well. I think my, just the (laughs) self-sabotage I put myself through in other years, I think it's going to come back showing me that I'm like 50 (laughs) years old internally or something. Maybe I just don't want to face that music. Well, man, I know we've got an awesome show to bring out to the guests today. And on something that I think is not talked about a ton, dreaming has always fascinated me. I mean, if you look at the brain and what it is, it's just a big mass. It's a, it's a muscle or just mass of tissue with all these neuronal connections and these neural networks in there. If we actually understood the way the brain works and how fast the brain computes, I think we'd be blown away. But in our society today, we talk about the brain. The brain is fast. The brain does these things. And we just kind of move on, right? I mean, we don't think a whole lot about it. And I think that's because we don't have a ton of knowledge. But especially when it comes to dreaming, has always blown me away. I mean, I had a dream probably two weeks ago where someone's face that I literally haven't seen in 20 years popped up for about a split second and was gone. And, you know, my my thought on that is like, number one, how how did I remember that person's face with such detail? But number two, the biggest thing that blows me away, where has that thought been stored for over 20 years in that mass of tissue? I mean, that's that's just phenomenal. So, yeah, let's let's dive in. I know you've got a ton of info to bring out to the guests about dreaming today and especially around lucid dreaming. So I'm really excited to dive into this. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one thing that I've always wondered, and I think we'll continue to learn as we go, but, you know, I oftentimes, like you, in, I guess in the past two weeks, I've dreamt on some, you know, like an ex, maybe like from six, seven years ago, automatically popped in there yeah. into my dream. And I'm just kind of like, I wonder why. You know, and so, you know, I often have various theories, but I'm, I'm curious as to, you know, when I think about the collective consciousness where all of us kind of, if you think about the space in a room and, and well, like, like even right now, like, let's say if we both went to sleep and we're thinking the same thing before. And then of course, while we're sleeping, kind of like interacting in the same space, that same collective 
consciousness. And so I'm thinking, well, is it because that particular person unconscious was thinking about me and my unconscious was thinking about that? And so it kind of brought it up. And like, in other words, to put it short here, I'm wondering if when I have a dream like that, is the other person having a dream like or is it just me? I'm thinking more of not just myself, 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 but more of like the collective consciousness. And that's, of course, a whole nother topic. But uh, there's lots of theories out there, man. Super interesting stuff. But on the topic of lucid dreaming, now, are you familiar with lucid dreaming? Have you uh, dived into that at all? Or You know, I've done quite a bit of reading on lucid dreaming. Now, I haven't taken it as far as some of the people in the biohacking community that I know that actually journal about their dreaming. Some people I know will actually put a journal beside their bed. If they have a lucid dream that they don't want to forget, they think it has some meaning behind it, they'll actually keep a journal. Now, I don't know what's come of that, if they've actually been able to trace patterns back through that or not. But I haven't taken it that far. It's just the idea of dreaming to me that blows me away. And if you don't mind, Emilio, before we step into the lucid dreaming, I think it's good to just frame what dreams are, what's happening in our brain for the listeners out there that maybe have or haven't thought about this too much. But as you and I have alluded to, dreams can be, I mean, let's face it, they can be entertaining. They can, I mean, sometimes you laugh in your sleep, right? They can be disturbing. They can be frightening. They can be just bizarre, just weird stuff going on. And what the medical community would tell you is we all dream, even if we don't remember the next day. Males very rarely remember their dreams. That's why I think it's really cool if you can, maybe we get into some some supplements today, but if you can take some things that can help you remember your dreams, especially as a male, that could be really cool. But, you know, why do we dream? What do dreams mean anyway? And so dreams, if you guys think about it, they're basically just stories, they're images, they are just those neuronal connections that our mind creates while we sleep. And, you know, they can make you feel all the different range of emotions, as I mentioned, But there's a lot of theories about why we dream too, and nobody knows for sure. I do know that your brain kicks it into overdrive. You know, a lot of people think the brain sleeps at night or that's kind of a wind down time for your body and your brain. Your brain actually works about twice as hard doing a lot of the things that you do whenever you're awake. Very few people realize that. But as far as lucid dreaming, how would you define that for our listeners as it relates maybe to the peak performance arena or how we can tap into that a little bit more? Yeah, well, so basically a lucid dream is a dream in which you're aware that you're dreaming. So, you know, oftentimes we're just dreaming and then you may or may not remember the dream like you just talked about. And by the way, when you don't remember your dreams or like, you're like, man, I just never dream. And you just said it, right? Like I, the fact is we do dream. Right. Well, speaking about nutrients, like we do in, you know, past episodes, it's actually because it's a zinc and B6, vitamin B6 and zinc deficiency if you have no dream recall. So I would also either test yourself and see you know, how deficient, whether it be borderline or deficient in in zinc or B6, or maybe even supplementing, try it out for a couple months to see if you then dream, because I have read that those deficiencies cause a, you know, lack of dream recall. But going back to lucid dreaming, you know, it's where dreamers are aware that they're dreaming. And so during this dreaming, you'll have some kind of degree of control over the dream, characters, narrative, or the environment. The sailor does not control the sea is kind of a common statement made in lucid dreaming circles to where, you know, you could be the sailor and the unconscious mind is creating the scenery, the birds flying by, the all of a sudden all this stuff happening. And you're aware that I'm in a dream right now. Look at all this beauty. Look at all this magical things happening. And you can control certain things. Like I said, you know, the characters in it, maybe the narrative a little bit more and the environment, but not to the full extent. If you were in 100% control of everything, then you'd have your hands tied up of making sure this bird flew in this direction and then making sure that the, it'd be too much. Like your subconscious mind, your non-conscious mind is so powerful 
of, of creating all this stuff. And we can talk about why and how it creates all that stuff. So you're basically describing like Inception, like the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio, right? I mean, in a way, man. So it's, it's interesting. A lot of people that I talk to either don't like it or like it. But a lot of the times that I really like have serious conversations with friends as to why they don't like it. At the end of the day, it's because they don't really understand it. And I'm the same way. But when you really dive into lucid dreaming and really re start reading about it, and after you even do, let's say, a day of, of reading about it or listening to it, what have you, and you go back and watch Inception, it'll make a whole lot more sense. Yeah, and for those of you guys out there that have not seen Inception, that's like, you know, in a, in a very nutshell version here, that's where people were basically trying to plant these seeds or, or thoughts of an idea in someone's mind, and then they had to go into their dreams. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's out there, right? But it's pretty fascinating mm -hmm. the way people can dream this stuff up. Yeah. And so, you know, this is a high performance kind of, you know, podcast. And we think about lucid dream. Well, how do I apply it? How is this going to make me better? And so thinking about that, let me put it this way. By waking up to your dreams, you will wake up to your life. So lucid dreaming is about discovering who you really are at the center. If, if you think about it, it will transform the way you look at yourself, people around you and the world you live in. We spend about one third of our lives in sleep. There's this guy, I forget his name. He's a meditation master. It's really hard to pronounce his name. It's like Kogyal Nangyai Norbin or something like that. And one of the things he talks about is that the practices you do in the dream state are nine times more effective and transforming than what you do in the, in the waking state. And, and it makes sense to me when I think about that because when you work with the roots of your experiences, which is the unconscious mind, the non-conscious mind, you really start to transform the conscious mind. A lot of times we focus on in the waking state, trying to control the conscious mind. And it's like, okay, well, we can do that. But again, if you work with the roots of your experiences, which is the subconscious mind, you can more effectively change the conscious mind in the waking state when you tap into the root of all of that in the dream state. So I think it's important to note the word balance. And what I mean by that is that a balance between lucid dreaming and a balance between deep, rejuvenating rest. Sleep is extremely important. It's like the number one doctor. You know, you're going to be having a lot of repair, rejuvenation, really processing a lot of the non-conscious thoughts, really filing things away, really cleaning up that messy room, if you will, in your mind. So that when you wake up, you're like, ah, oh, so refreshed, ready to rock and roll for the day. Now, if you're lucid dreaming, on the other hand, every single day, for instance, let's say a week, every week or what have you, it's going to be exhausting because you're awake in this dream state and you're, you know, as you get better and better, you can summon certain dream characters, the environment, all this kind of stuff, it becomes fun. However, that can become exhausting if you do that every single night. So I bring up the word balance is that, you know, I don't know if you want to do it once or twice a week, but then also balance it out with deep rejuvenating rest. So find that balance. So Milo, let me, let me ask you real quick, as you say that, I totally agree. You don't want to have the lucid dreaming when you're really not in the deep sleep. You don't want to do that all the time or you're never really getting into that deep sleep. What are the, you know, obviously two sides of the coin, right? The deep sleep side, we all know the benefits of that. It's the healing, it's the rejuvenation, it's all the reasons why people should be getting that deep rest, that deep sleep and understanding those cycles. What is the benefit in your mind of saying, hey, two nights a week, I'm going to do what I need to do, whether it's supplements, whatever, to get into a lucid state. What do you think the, doing that a couple of times a week, what do you think the real benefits there are? Yeah, great question. One, if you can visualize certain things in your dream state, whether it be wanting to face your fears or practice something 
that you're doing over and over and over. We are what we repeatedly do. If you're doing those things consciously in a dream state, that's fixing your programming deep into the subconscious mind, which is truly the majority of who we are. So when that gets programmed real deep in there, then when you're in the waking life, all of a sudden you find yourself, wow, this is easier. Wow, I'm way more confident. Wow, I'm not fearful of this anymore. Because you did it at the subconscious level in the dream state. You practiced over and over and over while you were dreaming so that when you woke up, wow, I've already done this 50 times and I just woke up. Well, because you did in your dream state. So there's this translation there that is key. So it's that repetition yeah. of whatever you're working on. Right, yeah. so I would say that's one. And it, so you can say repetition one, but two is truly, it, it all goes as to you're, you're working the root of your experiences. You're working the root of your experiences, your unconscious mind, and that will translate. So you'll just find yourself. It will literally, you'll start to, you'll have a different mindset. You'll have a different lens. It will transform the way you look at yourself the people around you in the world you live in. So the bottom line here is this. If you can do it in your dream state, you can do it in your waking state. So a lot of times we try to fix things on a conscious level on the day-to-day, -day, which is good. But if you can practice again certain things and control certain things in your dream state and be awake during those things, then it's just going to be a whole lot easier in your waking state. And you'll find that as you dive more deep into this, as you take some supplements for this, as you practice this, and uh, I think it's just an interesting way and fun way of going to sleep at night. It becomes fun. And it's kind of like, you know, we live this conscious life like right now in this very moment, but there's this whole other world waiting for you to tap into. I will tell you that there are some supplements out there that can really help. And like I said, we'll get into those in just a moment. But uh, just while I'm thinking about it, before I forget, I started dreaming a tremendous amount. You mentioned zinc and B6. I have not, uh, I do take B6 each day. I'm not taking any zinc. So that's just not part of the, the deal that I do every day. But I will tell you that once I started taping my mouth shut at night after reading The Oxygen Advantage and having my podcast with Patrick McEwen, my dreams, like whatever I was dreaming or remembering, it really shot through the roof. And I started noticing that really quickly, only breathing through my nose at night. Maybe that has to do with the high, higher amounts of nitric oxide that I'm taking in. Maybe it has to do with the concentration of air and how it's passing through a lot more filters. I have no idea. I just know that I've never been one that has remembered my dreams very often as a male. That, that's common. But once I started taping my mouth shut, that's one of the things that I noticed very quickly is that my dreams, even if I don't remember all of them, I remember dreams and I remember certain bits of them like I never have before. So I'm not really sure what, what that is, but I want to dive into it more now that we're talking about it. Yeah, I think you bring up a good thing is that um, there are, you know, a big part of it is not only daytime techniques on how to do certain daytime techniques as well as nighttime techniques to get you into a more, you know, lucid dreaming onset. And so when you think about going to bed, even, you know, we talk about night routines and how you can get good deep sleep, good REM sleep. Now, it, now lucid dreaming happens in a REM, in a REM cycle, okay? And... Um, and so when you have a good night routine, hence, like you said, uh, we won't go down into all the different night routine stuff that you do or I do or, or what's good to do, but one of them being closing your mouth shut, right? And, and you talking about how that improves your sleep. Well, again, if you can set up a sleep environment where you're going to knock out really quick, and of course, there's certain things that you can do, for instance, even like basic medita meditation techniques you can do. So maybe we will dive into it a little bit. So like if you want to have a lucid dream tonight, like <laughs> as a beginner. To, it's hard not to go yeah. there when we're talking about yeah, this. Yeah, it's like, yeah. So, you know, if, after this podcast, after listening to it, you know, spend the rest of the day reading about lucid dreaming. Dive a little bit more deeper into it. I'll tell you, we can talk about some 
you know, some supplements and some websites and some books to kind of further the knowledge here. But then, you know, second thing, you know, do some reality checks. Look, look at your life. And um, here's the thing. We dream about what we've experienced. Like, for instance, there was a, there was a study done of, of, of all the people that were born in the time where there was black and white television. They all dreamed monochrome sleep cycles. They all dreamed in black and white. And because they're used to that, they're used to that experience. Even though they were seeing color during the day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had more like monochrome dreams, majority. Interesting. And so, yeah, there was a study about that. And so it's like, you know, the fact that we can't fly during the day, because it's like, no, well, gra there's gravity during the day. There's the only reason your dream appeared to, to contain gravity or, or adhere to the rules of cause and effect or even appear in full color is because you unconsciously expect them to. That is your experience of waking life. We're going to dream about what we experience. And so what I mean about doing lots of reality checks is like, okay, well, you know, maybe think differently throughout the day. Motivation and intention is huge throughout the day. And you'll read about that as you dive into this. But after you do some reality checks, maybe start to shift your mindset during the day of maybe what reality really is and see how that changes in your dream. So step one, read, you know, read more about lucid dreaming. Two would be do some reality checks. Three would be turn off all screens, you know, an hour before bed. This is going into like the nighttime routines, really setting up, you know, good way of getting good sleep, however you do that. And if you want to know how, you can, you know, look at some of our old podcasts. Step four, I would say is set an, set an alarm for 90 minutes, or if you have a supplement that we'll probably refer here in a bit, in five hours, and I'll tell you why. Because what I'm trying to do in the 90 minutes or in the five hours is to wake up in a REM cycle. The step five would be to wake up with your eyes closed. So as soon as you wake up, don't open them, keep them closed. And then what you want to do is start to Think about what dream you just had and, you know, kind of say, okay, I'm awake. Uh, I'm about to go, I'm about to go back to sleep and try to recall that dream again. Right when you set your alarm and you wake up with your eyes closed, before you go back to bed, you practice this wake back to bed method. And what it is, is that, you know, know when lucid dreams most commonly occur. That's when you're REM. Encourage your body to get more REM sleep. Again, you're going to wake up in the middle of the night, stay awake for a while with those eyes closed, concentrate on the dream and then fall asleep back again. Even if that little simple step of setting an alarm, waking up with your eyes closed, thinking about what you just had and then going back to sleep, I would say that's a very beginner thing to start doing and, and really test to see kind of what comes from that. Of course, you, there's a whole lot more to dive deeper into it, but uh, that would be like a simple med basic meditation technique to um, try to have a lucid dream tonight. Yeah, and I don't, uh, what I'm about to tell you is I don't promote this. If you happen to have to take a, uh, like a pain, like a medication, whether it's Ambien, which I don't recommend for habit forming or like, um, what is it? Uh, Tylenol PM or Advil PM, you know, any of those PMs, a lot of the strut, like, like, Hey, I've got a backache, whatever. I don't want to take this medication. It's not as healthy for me, but I, I, I'm not going to get any sleep if I don't take this. You pop a couple of those. I've noticed anytime I've had that, I've had like super crazy dreams. So something in the chemical component of that that you're taking is altering your mind into a state of dreaming. It just gets bizarre. Like it's really weird. I've also heard of people, have you ever heard of Rick Simpson oil by any chance? No, actually I haven't. So Rick Simpson oil, it's not, it's not legal everywhere. So you've got to find some place that it's, that it's legal because it's actually derived from marijuana. So it has, it has a lot of traces of THC in it, but they've kind of, they've milked it down, so to speak, into this oil. And it was originally designed for controlling pain. And when you get it, you can put some tiny drops of that on your fingertip, you know, put it under your tongue like sublingually. If you guys are in a state that allows that, it's not marijuana, so I'm not, I'm not promoting you guys go out and, and buy marijuana, but it's a derivative of that, which is why a lot of states haven't been as open to opening it up. I think over time they will, but it's been around forever. But if you have like, 
if you have trouble waking up in the morning, don't use much of that stuff. I've heard, I, I've never tried it, but so I'm kind of speaking off of others' advice here. But if you have a hard time waking up in the morning, it will make you feel groggy and you'll get maybe sometimes 10 or 11 hours of sleep. I've had friends tell me, but you also wake up with like remembering incredibly lucid dreams. And that's probably been one of the leading things that I've heard people talk about. But they say, man, I, I had just unbelievable dreams uh, on that. And so that's one that has been kind of known to, to really help. CBD oil also, which is legal everywhere, I believe now at this point, also helps with some of that. But you have to take super high doses of CBD that may not be as healthy for you. But the Rick Simpson oil, if you're in a place that you can get it, might be worth checking out. I'm just thinking on top of my head here, I had a conversation with Lanny Basham, who was a decorated set tons of world records for you guys who haven't heard my episode with Lanny Basham uh, on the world stage and the Olympic stage winning gold in, uh, in shooting. So you talk about a mental sport, right? And they were talking about how uh, he and his son, Troy, that I Troy's episode has not come out yet. That's in the queue. It's coming up soon. But they were talking a lot about visualization and how when they couldn't get to the range, but yet they needed to continue practicing. Like there was one time where Lanny got moved off the army base for like two years, but he wanted to stay champion of the world in rifle shooting. So he would dry fire his rifle or his pistol at night just at a target sitting on the wall, mm -hmm. hadn't been to a range in two years and went and set a new world record. And yeah. Troy, Troy talked a lot about that. I won't give anything away for the episode that's coming out in the next couple of weeks, but he talked a lot about how real that visualization is. So I'm almost thinking if we can tap into that visualization exactly. so much while we're awake that we continue tapping into it while we're asleep, exactly. that's going to be huge. Absolutely, man. You know, for those listening, I'd like to maybe give some, uh, some resources of things that they can go and check out to continue to learn more. Uh, maybe a supplement I, I take as well. I'm not tied to any of this. It's just more for your information, your knowledge, your high performance, and your you know, journey in your life. I started at this, um, it's called worldoflucidreaming.com. So you can just Google world of lucid dreaming. Um, and then I would put fast track. So world of lucid dreaming, fast track, and you'll get, go to a website and it's a fast track to lucid dreaming. It'll come with a supplement called Clara Dream Pro. And when we were just talking about what to use, what you do is you set your alarm to wake you up after five hours of sleep you take two capsules and then you return to sleep two to three hours. And so it's basically waking you up during that time. You take these two pills and then it'll help you, you know, with entering into a state of lucid dreaming a lot quicker. Again, that's Claridream Pro. Or you can, of course, buy the whole package, which I did. There's three different modules. There's like a priming, then there's an induction module, and then there's exploration module. And each of these modules, there's about 10 things that they they talk about. Like for instance, in the priming, I'll just kind of run through it real quick. I won't go into too much detail, but you know, in the first priming module, it'll talk about, you know, what is lucid dreaming? The levels of lucidity, what does it feel like? The stages of sleep, like we talked about now. It'll talk about um, recording your dreams, improving your recall, reality checks, self-awareness, how to meditate, and then a 61-point relaxation. And so of course, you'll dive into some audio, some, some videos, uh, some literature, on that. And that's module one. And there's module two and there's module three to really dive deep. And of course, while you're doing this, taking the supplement, experiencing with it and, and just kind of going into it to really, again, tap into the root of your experiences, which is your subconscious mind so that it can translate to a high performing waking state mind. One of the things I think we talked about a long time when we first started this is that that statistic that we talked about that the mind processes 11 million bits of information per second and that the conscious mind only processes 40. Yeah. 
you know, 40 out of that 11 million. So that's what I mean about tapping into the root of your experiences, your non-conscious mind in the waking state. Yeah. And for those listening in who are kind of maybe hearing this going, man, I, you know, I've dreaming's neat, whatever. I've never really thought a whole lot about it. How does this relate to peak performance? Well, we've already mentioned a couple of things, the visualization, but it's more, it's more around the, the mind and body connection. And I think the biggest thing is, is if you're dreaming in that way, the more in tune you can be with your REM cycles and your sleep cycles, the more in tune you can be with getting that deep sleep, the more in tune you can be with how the brain works, not only when you're awake, but also when you're asleep, really when it's doing a lot of the cleanup and a lot of the releasing a lot of the chemicals and hormones that we need to repair and revive, just understanding that is going to be a lot better or understanding it as much as our technology and science has allowed us to so far. There's still so much about the brain we don't know, right? But understanding how it works and understanding those cycles and how you really can change those cycles and change your brain and change your sleep and change your visualization and all that. Now we're not only working on the brain during the daytime while we're up and awake and refreshed, but we're also carrying that on over into the evening. And as we get ready to wrap up here, there was a couple of things that I was going to mention. If you guys have ever, and I, I researched this probably two years ago, whenever I was having some sleep issues and really started studying about dreams. But if you guys ever go, I think you can even get this on Amazon, but if you go and purchase galantamine, it's actually called the lucid dreaming pill. Anything out there that's going to be somewhat of a acetylcholine or a precursor of that is typically when dreaming tends to occur on everything that I read out there. So anything like galantamine, pyracetam, a neurocetum, or like I said, a precursor, like alpha GPC. Start testing those, start playing with those. Those are going to be, you know, with, with dreams the way they are, especially for males not really remembering their dreams, even though they're having them, we kind of need all the help we can get. And if you guys are going to really tap into this, there's nothing wrong with taking a precursor or a, uh, you know, an acetylcholine out there. Like I said, the galantamine is actually called the lucid dreaming pill. Pyracetum and neurocetum, all of those are are good. But just start playing with those. See if that changes things. Tape your mouth shut at night. Only breathe through your nose for many reasons. But again, one of the biggest things is I started noticing that my sleep cycles must be much deeper and carrying on for longer because I I just I remember my dreams so much more vividly. Whereas before, that was just really never the the case before I started doing that. But all these are going to point you guys toward higher levels of peak performance higher max potential, really getting in touch with the brain-body connection, understanding your sleep cycles. So tapping into all of this is going to help you guys really be better at that. Yeah. And you know, the last thing I'll say is transform your night, transform your life. And so it's kind of like, you know, you know, we talk about always being high-performing in the waking state. Well, let's be high-performing in the dream state so that it can be even more elevated in the waking state. Absolutely. 90% of an incredible day actually starts in the PM with what you're doing to wind your body down, get your brain ready for sleep, get your, you know, you can have the best of intentions, set your workout clothes out, want to go kill a workout in the morning or get a lot of creative stuff done. And if you're wired up with screens in the face, if you're not tapping into these sleep cycles or really understanding how dreams work and all the stuff we've talked about today, you could just totally sabotage, you know, you just lay there in bed and stare at the ceiling because you're wired up on something or you drink caffeine too late. All of that, 90% of an awesome day if not more, is going to start in the PM, not when your eyes open up in the morning. So we we want you guys right. to tap into all that. So guys, thanks so much for being here with us today on live episode number 44. If you'd like to get in touch with Emilio, you can reach him by email at emilio at crossphoenixcoaching.com. Or you can reach me by email by sending an email to info at success101podcast.com. And we'll keep catching up with you guys. Keep sending your comments out there. Keep letting us know how these areas of peak performance are affecting you, what you're testing, what you're doing as we continue on this journey toward higher levels of peak performance. Mm -hmm.